0: Hunger games fan podcast episode number 18 entertaining educational and encouraging content that makes a difference this is gspn.tv join the community hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Games fan podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we're here once again to give some initial thoughts to Catching Fire as we're reading through. Unfortunately, for the second time right now, but we're slowly getting to the place where at least I'll be giving you some super initial reactions. Right. Fun things happening in the Hunger Games world. Uh, Turns out that uh, we may have some connections to some folks over there that are actually filming. Really? The uh, Hunger Games movie, in fact. uh, Chad, our pastor... Uh, came up to me today and told me about somebody that, that might have some connections for us. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: I cannot wait to hear about that.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, we'll, we'll see how... Well, I don't want to really m- mention too much more than that than just to say right. so that, that there's potential connections there. I just
1: No, like, like I can't like, believe that that's something that you didn't tell me on the way home.
0: Uh, well, we were busy talking about other things on the way home. Oh, okay. But anyway, so... It's
1: funny, because I was busy sitting there thinking, I tried to start a conversation, and he just... He gave me a one answer, and...
0: What are you talking about?
1: Um, nothing. Go, nothing.
0: <laughs> if you say so. All right, so uh, today we've got a couple of uh, different things going on. The I'd like to start off... By the way, we're going to cover Chapter 8 of Catching Fire today. And uh, before we get going, I want to start off with some listener feedback that came in. And and uh, we just want to say thank you for those of you who are calling in feedback here for the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. The phone number, of course, is 859-795-4067, and the first person that we have to play today is Katie. So, let's go ahead and pull up Katie right now.
1: Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, Um, this is Katie calling from Bernie, Texas, and I'm calling just to say how much I love your shows, uh, love Family from the Heart, and kind of turned
0: me on to The Hunger Games, which I finished the trilogy. And I just wanted to let you know that um, I donated my set of books to our public library and donated donated it in honor of the HungerGamesPodcast.com. So um, hopefully, everyone that picks that up will um, see that inside the front cover. All
1: right, take care. Bye.
0: Katie, thank you so much. That is so awesome. That
1: is so cool. It is.
0: I, I, could you imagine? I mean, because one of the things I know here in our local library is like there's like a nine month waiting period. There is. You could, you could conceive and deliver a child
1: <laughs> before you could get the Hunger Games from the library. Before you get the
0: Hunger Games from our local library. And it's not because they only have one copy. I mean, mm-hmm. they're like 15 copies. Right. It's that darn popular. And so that's pretty exciting. I I think it'd be very cool to have somebody open up The Hunger Games, fall in love with this, and then see some kind of writing in there It says, this is donated in honor of The Hunger Games podcast, and here's where you can go find it. That is so unique. I never even would have thought to ask anybody to do that. But if anybody else does this, let us know. Give us a call. That is so awesome. That's very cool. Very cool indeed. All right. So um, I've got another caller here, and I wrote down Rolento. So I I don't know if I did that right, but this came in a little while ago, so let's go ahead and play the feedback. Hi, I'm Roberto from Puerto Rico. I'm coming from the Hunger Games podcast, and I want to thank you guys for the podcast because before it, I felt a little weird because I'm married, I have two children, I'm 35, and just finding your podcast didn't make me feel
1: weird anymore. So thank you for that, and
0: righty. So Rolento and in Puerto Rico, they're listening to the Hunger Games Fan podcast. And I'm so glad that we could help you not feel weird anymore. I know. Or or, or maybe you're just joining the weird, weird club. Side, right. <laughs> I,
1: I think I like that that better.
0: I like to embrace my inner weirdness. Right. No. This is so cool. I'm so yes. glad. Uh yes, there are some adults who are who are reading this story and and enjoying it, as we've uh, mentioned previously. So, all right, Stephanie, let's go ahead and pull in. I just Oh, by the way, again, I just want to encourage you, if you want to give us a call, leave us your feedback for the Hunger Games Fan Podcast, please do so at area code 859-795-4067. Let's jump right in. Well, before we
1: jump in, I just... Oh,
0: before we jump in. Before we
1: jump in, I want to say especially that this episode...
0: This episode. What
1: episode number is this?
0: Episode number 18.
1: Episode number 18 is brought to you guys by our friend, Karen Richard. Because she is on the GSPN community site saying, when is the next Hunger Games podcast? She's like, I love the podcast so much. I'm listening to the old ones over and over. Any new content coming soon? Karen, thank you for putting on the pressure. We read chapter 8 last night and
0: and we're here. And we're
1: here. And um and and I want to say that it, like we've made it a priority this week yes. to kind of try to get ahead again. Mhm. And um I'm really hoping that we're able to to stick to that.
0: I certainly hope to I mean, as well. I want to get ahead of I want to I loved it when we were at our release schedule was so far ahead of right. the people listening. Right. It, it took the pressure off and it made it, it easier for me to actually read and enjoy and not feel like I had to do it. And so. Right. That's. I'll tell you what. Let's just get into chapter eight. Thank you, Karen, for the motivation. And and you know what? Thank you so much for doing it in a very respectful and, and very kind, kind of like nudging kind of well, way. that's who she like, is. Hey, I know yeah. she is. It's yeah. awesome. All right. Chapter eight.
1: Okay. Chapter eight. Dun, so. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we end chapter seven with like my favorite thing that happens in the whole book. And that's Gail getting beaten.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice.
1: (laughs) Very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm exaggerating. I am. But, um, so, so Katniss, you know, is figuring out what's going on and she throws herself in front of, um, well, over top of, well, of course, I mean,
0: regardless of whether or not she recognizes how she feels about Gail, uh even if you did not have an emotional like tie in that uh, romance kind of way this is still somebody who's her friend. in her mind right. is like a brother right you know this is somebody you you can't you can't beat this guy to death i mean and and obviously we I learned i think you
1: can but she doesn't
0: okay come on stephanie come on seriously <laughs> it's her cousin <laughs> come on right.
1: Okay. Well, some of my own cousins, I'd like to beat to them. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: But um, but what I was saying, though, is we find out here that later in the episode, he's obviously so beaten later in the chapter.
1: chapter? Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yes,
0: I know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> later in this chapter, we learn just how much he's been lashed with this yes wolf. right and so he's already kind of looked like a bloody mess he's already passed out at this point so any more that he could die at right. any moment at, right and it makes perfect sense that for Katniss would, mm-hmm. would jump and say mm-hmm. listen you are not gonna hit him again and she gets one right in the face
1: she does she takes it right across the face her eye begins to smell swell she can already feel you know the wealth that's gonna be left there and okay Hamage to the rescue. What do you think you're doing?
0: Okay. Can I just say this makes Hamage in my mind for the very first time and maybe some would argue before, but for the very first time in the story, I feel like Hamage is a, her- a hero figure.
1: Yes. Yes, you know I absolutely. Do you understand? Do you think do. some
0: people would argue that it happened before that with um, with his help as as helping them to to bring victory and and stuff like that in the game? No,
1: I think that this is the I, I think that this is the first time. Um, in the games he was doing what he had to do, mm-hmm. and I don't think that that is how he reacted here.
0: Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because here he no. yeah he's not required to do this. Right. I I could say potentially he he showed signs of this side of himself when uh, in District 11 when they were on the tour and they took him to the Mm -hmm. roof. You know, that's where he's starting to put himself on the line on their behalf because he could just distance himself from that. He could. And so I, I, I would say there, there are hints where you could argue that he was a hero, a hero type figure, somebody that that has, wow, th- th- I really look up to him for what he's done here. And it is so much of a far cry from when we were first introduced to him in The Hunger Games. Yes. And I, I haven't gone back and listened to us cover that. Okay. But I think I may have predicted that we're going to see some big things from him. He,
1: I, I think you did, and, and I think we did right here.
0: This right here, in my mind, puts puts Hamage on. He he's like, wow, this is somebody of integrity. Yeah. This is somebody who's you see a man of
1: character, a man in of that character in that action,
0: selflessness. Yes, absolutely, risking himself for a friend, right or friends. Mm-hmm. I'm really digging Hamage as of immediately. Yes. Okay,
1: and then and then Pete is there, and I put a little smiley face. <laughs> just to oh record. yes, yes, yes. Do so you see the smiley face in my note? And
0: just, and well, you know this shows the character once again, and of course I know I, mean, I don't. We've seen I don't, his I his
1: character is, um, what what would be the the descriptive uh, like unwavering. I mean he he knows who he is. Yeah, you know, and we don't really see. Or we haven't really seen a struggle with that, you know.
0: Yeah, the only thing that we've been led to think where it's like, can we trust him? Was because of hearing everything from Katniss's right. perspective, right? That she is so doubtful yes. of his but true at, intentions. But at this
1: point in the game, you know that. Yeah. And by game, I mean story. You know, <laughs> in this point of the story, you know that you know his true intentions, and and he's there, and um. From someone who was at District Eleven, standing at the top of the stairs, saying, "Was that the only time you you kissed Gail? And now he's standing up in front of everyone in the town square, not only to save her but to save him as well.
0: Well, and here's here's the thing. I mean, you you put yourself in in Peta's shoes. This guy's the you know his nemesis, if you will. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because what what is Pete? And Peta's Peta Peta's in love with this. Girl. He is. And and he knows that re- even though she doesn't necessarily express it, she's got feelings for him and he knows this. he
1: already admitted. I was jealous of him before I ever even met you.
0: And Gail's pretty much, you know, just a couple lashes away from being out of the picture.
1: I would have waited a couple seconds before I put it. Have...
0: Come on. <laughs> listen. Come on. No, seriously. I'm human. I'm human and
1: I'm fallible. And sometimes if you second guess yourself, it can be a a life or death. You know, I'm I'm not. I'd like to think, yes, I'm going to jump up and I'm going to risk my life to save my nemesis. But I can't tell you that I would.
0: Yeah. Maybe that
1: makes me a terrible person and I'll lose all my friends. But I'm human.
0: Well, just tell your friends not to go. Uh, you know getting
1: lashed to death I, exactly you know?
0: just say listen don't slay any turkeys and bring them to the head peacekeepers because <laughs> I'm not going to come save you I can't
1: promise that I'm going to come save you no. I
0: think you don't know what you would do in that scenario you, for a exactly. friend until you're faced with that scenario right well anyway obviously PETA was there and he does you know help he does stall the, right. the the situation this
1: is my fiance and this is her cousin mm-hmm how much he would love if that were just true. Yeah,
0: well, if, so so basically, um, what do we have next in the notes? Take to Gail take to,
1: Gail to Katniss's mom. Um, is that Hamish says we better get him to your but, mother? But yeah, there's so and, much
0: before we get there. There is. Okay. Head peacekeeper.
1: Right. No, I figured that we would cover all of that.
0: Okay. Well, where's that at? Because I don't see it in the notes.
1: It's. N- because it's not there, because I figured we would talk about it. Okay, so well, the head peacekeeper, whose name is Romulus Thread.
0: Romulus. Which he reminds sounds like me a Rom- of Star Trek. Trek. I know, he's <laughs> a Romulan. Right. <laughs> That's what were I'm thinking. Were they from the
1: planet of Romulus? Wasn't that yeah, their planet? I think so. Okay. And, um, yeah, they were bad guys. So
0: Thread replaces Crane. Cray. Cray. Mm-hmm. Cray. Which we learned some very. Like he seeding. was not a good dude. He was not a good dude. I mean, he he took advantage of young starving lady. women. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we get a feel that maybe he had a little bit of uh, maybe a, um, a a dependency on the alcohol as well. Mm-hmm. And so he he wasn't some. And then all of a sudden there was that one line. Did you ever think there'd be a time that we would miss, miss- having cr- Cray right. around? Right. I mean, seriously. I mean, so
1: he was like really disliked. Right. But this guy's worse.
0: Yeah. Romulus Thread. Yeah. Which they just call him Thread from this point forward.
1: They do. Or Head Peacekeeper.
0: Head Peacekeeper. But uh, he's a terrible guy. And uh, there's still some other peacekeepers around. And most of these people are.
1: Well, I love that. Here's the thing. He's just up there beating him with no regard as to what the actual uh, punishment would be. Well, I I think.
0: I think he does know what the punishment would be and I think he was carrying out the punishment as it should have been. I think that I think that, you know, the people who spoke up and says, nah, it's customary for the first offense. this
1: Well no, because if they're lying, they're gonna get it next.
0: Yeah, but I think You don't
1: think he's gonna go double check what the actual rules are?
0: Yeah, but still. I, I think that I think in his mind he was right to do what he did and there would be nothing to I think in comfort- his mind
1: he was setting an example. Yes, I don't. I don't think that forty lashes was the correct punishment for poaching a wild turkey.
0: Right. I don't, especially with the fact that the turkey in his in, now, in the story 40, was, came across the fence. Right. You know that he did. This isn't even him it going out just, into the woods. You're
1: right. It was just but walking along the street.
0: Had he had he been found going into the woods with he, he would have been weapons. shot on the spot. Right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, well, not on the spot. He would have been. Well, into the
0: well, the big story hand. here in chapter eight is things have changed. Things are changing. Things have changed in District 12. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't, you know, th- I mean, obviously some things are happening uh, in District 11. She already noticed how just how it's like how tense mm-hmm. the air is. And that she's
1: heard the warning from District 8.
0: Mm-hmm. She's heard this. And then all of a sudden now, wait a second, why is this happening? And I think, I think thread being brought in is 100% Katniss's fault. Because <laughs> what? Okay. I, I do. I think right. I think it or, or I should say a direct result of Katniss and the and the uh the victory tour. Okay. And what happened, you know, as a result of um
1: I still don't believe any of this is Katniss's fault.
0: I know. I misspoke. I misspoke <laughs> there. I meant to say that it's a direct result. Okay. It happened because, you know, Thred it being,
1: happened because president snow doesn't believe that keeping your people in oppression can make them crazy. Right. That, that's, that's why there's an uprising. That's why he put it on the shoulders of a 17 year old girl to calm, yeah. you know, 12 districts. And what, yeah. I mean, seriously and dude you're crazy
0: yes yes
1: you're you're crazy and you smell like roses and blood yeah <laughs> so you're kind of creepy too
0: well the, the next point that i want to bring up is later on in here and i do see the note that you have and we'll get to it in just okay. a moment so let's go ahead and now go back to so where, they
1: take they take gail to, to katniss's mom which is the first place that um Hamish says to go um tells her that there were you know um They've had beatings like that before and we always took them to to your mom and so she's remote, you know, her mom must have worked, still worked at the apothecary with her parents and, you know, um, so you learn a little bit more about her mom. I love when she is watching her and she said, I watch her go from the woman who calls me to kill spiders to a woman with no fear. Right. And, and you think about like, that's somebody, that's somebody with passion and purpose for what they're doing. Mm hmm you know yeah and, and so i i enjoyed that
0: she it, but she is she is her purpose in life and her her she's mission a healer. she's a healer she Absolutely. she needs to help people and and this is going to come in handy i think because of what i believe is going to be in the future which is is a rebellion that that she and and uh Peta and that um and that uh what's his name beaten Bale. boy yeah, yeah beaten boy uh-huh. <laughs> and Hamage and some other people. I think they're gonna come together and they're going okay. to fight and, and we're gonna see a lot of Katniss's mom and she's going to come back and she's gonna be a critical role in this. Okay. You know, and it's gonna be her and uh PETA's dad.
1: Right. That's right. <laughs> that was your that was your theory. And you're sticking to it. Okay, so Katniss like totally lets go and screams at her mom because she won't give yeah. um beaten boy um the medicine the the medicine she thinks that he should have painkillers <laughs> she says my idea of who gets the is whatever pain is present yeah you know that's the, I'm, most. That's the most important pain is whichever one is present and um i get that mm-hmm. I, I i do i, I have I, a low
0: pain tolerance I, yeah
1: and and so does katniss and so she's like that that's what i think and yeah. uh so um they're taking care of gail they they um have his mom come and you know Mm -hmm. all this stuff um fills in
0: the story of the
1: story of what happened okay and so she says the mom says so it's happening so it's starting again like before
0: like before as if almost as though there was some sort of uprising in the past
1: well honey she's not 75 years old she wasn't (laughs) around for the first
0: I'm not talking about that. I'm talking oh, okay. about another uprising that happened. Oh, so you happened. think that
1: something else started. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: That's what I'm saying. Th- I'm yep. thinking there was some sort of uprising that that is not norm- not all the way back to the rebellion, okay. but an uprising but an within uprising. the okay. districts mm-hmm. and that they were a part of it. And I believe, and and I am not pulling this from anything anywhere else, but I believe after reading this chapter that there was an uprising in the past and her dad was a part of it her dad was teaching Katniss to hunt so that they could you know if necessary she would be able to do this because there's an okay, uprising well that, but that
1: doesn't make sense because for her to be old enough to learn how to hunt she would have been old enough to remember if things were like this before and she doesn't
0: okay well, maybe.
1: Well, okay, well maybe that's a valid point, but honey, I'm gonna <laughs> stick with my own story. <laughs> right?
0: And there's this guy named Thomas, and he wasn't <laughs> really the bad father that that everybody thinks he is. Oh,
1: that's a lost reference because, for all those who don't get it.
0: Because he you know, he's got his five dollar yeah, nap. She's no. got her five dollar. Okay, an hour so we're gonna
1: move on. We're gonna move on. it's, it's starting <laughs> again like before. So you think that there's been something since the seventy five years.
0: <laughs> I I do think there is something back. but
1: before Katniss was born. Yeah. So and, something and my in her mom's childhood. Thought,
0: my Original thought is that Katniss's dad died not in a mining accident, but an intentional accident that took him out, as well as some other people who yeah, were she was causing like 11, some problems. So. I realize this, but I think that maybe there was something else.
1: All right, and anyway. I could be
0: wrong. Okay, and I probably am wrong, but I'm still gonna stick with my story. I'm,
1: that's fine. In that's the, fine.
0: In the odd chance that so the doorbell that I'm right. rings,
1: the doorbell rings, and dong. Katniss sits up out of bed, and she's they can't have him, and she's frantic, and um. Hamish says he'll answer the door and uh, Katniss says to Hamish, it might be you they're after. Or wait, no. He says to Katniss, it might be you they're after. And she says, or you. And he's like, not my not house. Not my
0: house. <laughs>
1: they wouldn't come looking for me here. This is not my house. I just thought that was funny, that's yeah. all. But um, but it's not the Peacekeepers, it's Madge who is bringing Morphling, which is their version of morphine I yes, would guess um, I would
0: assume so to
1: uh to give to Gale the beaten boy some drugs I
0: love this because I, last night I, this is why I am mean, thankful that we are reading this again before we podcast about these chapters because I I have listened to the audiobook up through chapter 18 I'm very thankful it's getting so far in the past that I am slowly forgetting about all the detail that mm-hmm. I had heard the mm-hmm. first time when I was listening to it and there's only there's only like two more things that I know about the future, and 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 I'm sure we're going to get to those very soon. So I'm I'm excited about that. But here's something I did not capture the okay. last time, and I never thought of it. I thought my in my mind, uh, Madge brought this because she is friends with Katniss. You know, they spend some time together, doing this together, doing that together. But all of a sudden, she, um, Katniss is a little upset that that there's some insinuation. That perhaps she's, you know, those must have been some really good strawberries that Gail brought around. And there's a little insinuation maybe that she has the hots for Gail. There, and, and, and there's a little je- jealousy on the part of Katniss. I did not catch, her, catch that the first time. Okay. Did you?
1: That PETA and Heyman were making a big deal about it? Yes, I did.
0: But did you get the, the sense that Katniss was jealous? of that thought.
1: I think she was jealous of them thinking that. She yes. wanted uh, because right after that she tends to gail all night long and uh, gail is mine and I am his blah. It's disgusting. <laughs> and um she
0: caresses his lips.
1: I know, his lips. I've touched part of him that I never been, had need to touch before whatever. She, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um
0: disgusting. <laughs> How can you touch your cousin that way? <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. Why would you rub his eyebrows and caress his lips and the hollow of his neck? And all I can think about then is twilight. And
0: <laughs> oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed. Anyway. um, So, but yeah, I, I get why I think Madge brought it out of friendship to Katniss mm-hmm. and um, also to Gail mm-hmm. from, you know, the strawberry days. But, I did find it that Katniss was so mm, determined, I guess, to set the others straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. Okay. All right. So no wonder I won the games. No decent person ever does. And she, she really does to,
1: not like herself.
0: Well, she she's she's wondering what type of person am I? She and, and
1: she truly has no idea, and um, she and, really doesn't
0: and don't we all struggle with this I, I mean, think we do I mean I struggle with you know why do I do the things that I do right. you know is it for just you know do I do things just for the money or do I do re- do I really care about serving others right you know do I do things for you because I really love you or because I get things in return and and I mean I struggle with those kind of thoughts
1: I do too right so she's she's asking you know no decent person ever does and she thinks to herself but but I saved Peta and she's but now I question even that. You know, I knew my life would be unlivable if I let that boy die.
0: So that was all about me.
1: That was all about me, mm-hmm. and and so and it all comes down to holding out those berries. And I wish I would have died in the arena. And I wish that Seneca Crane would have blown me to bits when he was supposed to, you know, or while he had the chance. And um, and this brings her to the berries. Yeah, the berries. I realized the answer to who I am lies in that handful of poisonous fruit. If I held them out to save PETA because I knew I would be shunned if I came back without him, then I am despicable. If I held them out because I loved him, I am still self-centered, although forgivable. But if I held them out to defy the capital, I am someone of worth. The truth is, I don't know exactly what was going on inside of me at that moment.
0: So she's feeling an inner calling that says, if I'm to be a person of worth, I need to answer what I feel my true calling and an option is here. And it's not to run. It's not to abandon people. It's to fight.
1: To fight. And she tells Gail, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to cause all kinds of trouble.
0: And he says, so am I.
1: So am I. And that puts us right back to where Peter told her, I'll go with you. But I don't believe for a second that you will go. Yeah. He was right. He knows her. Anyway. He does know her. That's all I was going to say.
0: Well, there you go, my friends. That is our thoughts on Chapter 8 of Catching Fire.
1: What's the what's the wrong with her being a little bit of all three of those?
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with being Why a little... Why can't she just be... I think I think there's nothing wrong with that. I, don't, I, I would disagree that everything selfish is is bad right i mean obviously we're not supposed you know selfishness should not be the overwhelming (laughs) characteristic of how people see us right but there's something about self preservation and there's something about putting yourself first there you know and and and, you know you and i joke about this as uh as parents and uh especially when it comes to like feeding the kids and stuff like that you know Mm -hmm. oftentimes you yell at me it's like why, why don't you let the kids eat first? And I always joke around. It's kind of like in the airplane, you know. It says, "Hey, if the, if we happen put your to oxygen
1: lose oxygen mask on first, yes,
0: it's like if you happen to if we lose cabin pressure, you know, then then make sure that you put your own oxygen mask on first before you help your children.
1: That's what it says.
0: It's important for you to do that so that you will be able to have the necessary energy or oxygen to be able to help your children. And so it's the same thing with lunch. <laughs> you know, you need the energy. Yeah. So How that, does that
1: fall into service? Yeah, see, I still don't really get that.
0: But the whole point here, though, is sometimes you have to do what's right for yourself and not always, always. help other people. Because right. you, if you always give 100% of yourself, you'll never really take care of yourself. And therefore, you won't go around. This is super crazy. And believe it or not, this is going to tie in. But it all goes back to Justin Bieber.
1: <laughs> who I am now in love with
0: <laughs> I cannot even believe I just said his name in a podcast But we just watched Never Say Never this weekend We did And I have to confess that I thought it was a good movie It was Because I am I am in love with stories of people who know what they want
1: And go after it And
0: then they go after it and will not accept anything as defeat You know, that they, they, yeah, there'll be setbacks Yes, there'll be times when you fail but it's not going to keep you from the overall goal. And Justin Bieber is an example of that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not going to go listen to all of his albums and stuff like that. But here's what I here's one of the things that you can see in this movie. And it's the it's where you know he's been told that hey you're you're not well right now. You need to recover your voice. Mm-hmm. Your your voice um has to rest. You're you're sick. You need yeah. you need to, you need to cancel this concert. And he's like, "No, I I can't let these people down. This is tens of thousands of people. I cannot let them down." And it's like, "Listen, you have a choice here. You need to either let them down for this one concert or you go and do this one concert. You and don't you're done. Let, you don't let these people down and then you're done, and then you're going to then it's all gone or you're going to miss five or 10." Yep. You have to sometimes you have to put yourself First, and so I don't think that that's selfish and Me and stuff either. like that, you know. And so right. I, I think it's okay to be a little bit of all three of those things that she talked about. I do too. Otherwise, we're just robots to serve people. All right, folks. We want to hear from you. Give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. Again, that's eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. You can follow us on. Twitter as well. Twitter.com slash Hunger Games Pod. P-O-D. Hunger Games Pod on Twitter. And of course, we invite you to tell your friends about Hunger Games Podcast.com. And if you want to help support the content and community of gspn.tv, we invite you to check out gspn.tv slash plus and find out what it means to be a plus member. Uh, Those are the people who make what we do here on a weekly basis possible and um, yeah we're back we're back from vacation we're back from I'm back from getting caught up we have we didn't even tell you this but we have an entire new studio set up brought new furniture in we have much more space it's less cluttered we are just it we're just feeling really good right now it's almost fun to come into the studio again and so guess what? Actually, it is fun to come into the studio again. And guess what? That means we're going to be bringing you consistent content once again, at least one episode a week. And uh, if we get really crazy, we might get back to two, but uh, certainly one episode a week. So ah, there you go. Anything else? I don't think so. Oh, you know what? gspncommunity.com. Oh, yeah. If you haven't signed up and joined the community, what are you waiting for? There is an entire group, like a discussion forum group there. When you go to gspncommunity.com, click on groups and look for Hunger Games. Tons of people there having a great time having conversations related to the stuff. If you've got stories or anything like that you think that would be interesting to other people in the group, go ahead and post them there. And it's a great way to build a relationship with somebody else who is just about just as passionate about the Hunger Games trilogy as you are. And uh, I think that's pretty much everything. I think that's all. All right. Until next time, may the odds forever be in your favor. And of course, we encourage you to join the
1: community.